0: Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On tonight's show, I have a very special guest. His name is James Beverly. He's been a professor over 40 years, but he just published a book. I'm delighted. I finished the book yesterday. It's an excellent book and very timely. The title of the book is The QAnon Deception, Everything You Need to Know About the World's Most Dangerous Conspiracy Theory, published December 23rd, 2020. Uh, Mr. Beverly is an associate director of the Institute for the Study of American Religion, in Woodway, Texas, and research professor, professor at Tyndale University in Toronto, Canada. He's the author of 16 books, uh, which include Religions A to Z and Understanding Islam. Uh, he's also the associate editor of Melton's Encyclopedia of American Religions. He's a specialist on the relationship of evangelical Christians to Donald Trump, publishing three books on the subject. One, Trump, God's Man in the White House and Donald Trump, Evangelical Civil War, sorry, and then this book, and he's also an expert opinion on, has been both sought in criminal and civil trials, including the case of Holocaust denier Malcolm Ross. So, Mr. Beverly, are you there? Sure, I am, William. I call me Jim, by the way, that's fine. Right, Jim. Thanks. Well, Jim, for people who may not have known your name, can you please talk about your background and what led you, you talk about in the book, how you had experience with conspiracy theories, but what led you to write this book, The QAnon
1: Deception? Well, I uh, last uh, year in the spring, I was working on conspiracy theories in general, and then I noticed how dominant QAnon was in the discussion. So I realized sometime in July, August that I should write the first uh, book-length analysis of QAnon. There's a lot of pro-QAnon books on Amazon, but uh, really they are they are a collection of some of the weakest uh, books I've ever seen. Anyway, I thought I knew there was space for a an objective, careful, analytical look at QAnon. So I started the book in August and finished it, uh, and it came out just before Christmas.
0: And, uh, I mean, it's it's very timely, but can you, for people who may not know about what this QAnon movement is, can you talk about what led up to it and the inception of this very important movement that was on so many of these websites, Gab or Aitcon? These are huge message boards with
1: millions and millions of people.
0: Posts regarding this phenomenon Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, sure Uh, I should say that The QAnon movement's not going away And so My study of it was uh, Well, I love studying Conspiracy theories So QAnon was great for that I'll give your uh, listeners And viewers um, A brief synopsis of it Would that be okay?
0: Please do, yes
1: Okay, so QAnon is traced back to October 28, 2017 when somebody uh, who later became known as Q <clears throat> posted on, um, on the 4chan board, one of the darker forums of the Internet, uh, and this person talked right away about Hillary Clinton being arrested and, and uh, martial law being instated. Uh, So that was October 28th. Within a month, it became really popular because some of the early QAnon fans uh, knew how to spread messages on uh, social media. So Paul Ferber was one, uh, Tracy Beans or Tracy Diaz was another. So it just exploded uh, and... uh, then grew through 2018-19 and then the biggest thing that boosted QAnon was uh happened last summer uh, when Donald Trump uh said some kind things about QAnon the uh, information interest in QAnon exploded with his nod to the conspiracy movement um i've collected over 2,100 articles about QAnon since 2017. The vast majority have happened in the last six months because of Trump's uh, mentioning the movement. Now, uh, here's the basic idea. Q is a military figure who works with Donald Trump to rescue the world from a satanic conspiracy involving the kidnapping, uh, torture, rape, killing of children. So Trump is leading the global battle against that satanic empire, which is run by Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, other Democratic operatives. But it also includes, according to the wider QAnon movement, uh, Queen Elizabeth II's part of the conspiracy to kidnap. Um, of course, Jeffrey Epstein was. And so is the Dalai Lama, apparently. It just goes on and on. Uh, there's even claims 30 to 40% of Democrats are pedophiles. Um, so the conspiracy theory at its core is mind-boggling. Right. Like, sure. now... I know the QAnon people really believe the core theory, but it sort of just seems strange to argue that when Hillary and Bill have dinner, they always ask each other, which wine will we serve as we eat the brains of the children? Uh, I think that's so patently uh, obviously false. And here's the big reason it's, uh, we should not hold the theory with much. We should hold it in ridicule. If that was true, the Republicans would have worked hard at proving it. But that's never been brought out in the world of reasonably sane criticism of Hillary Clinton. And I can't imagine that uh, Trump, even though he doesn't like Hillary... I doubt if he really believes that Bill and Hillary and Barack Obama and Michelle are uh, into uh, the child sex trafficking world. Right. I mean, it's
0: very lurid. And even the first post, like you stated, October 28th, Hillary will be arrested. She's never been arrested. So there's real yeah. problems, even from the inception of this. Yes. Uh, and
1: the- uh, so, people. Some people... Realized right away, this is uh, th- this isn't real, uh, and then others stayed on the train. And uh, the Q- one one big problem with QAnon is it has no ability to know when to stop. It doesn't matter how many false prophecies Q has made, or how many ludicrous statements are made by the Q teachers. Uh, people just continue to believe. Not everybody, but too many.
0: And you can tell the Q because there's a certain number associated with the post on 4chan. So it moved from 4chan, 8chan, to 8kun. But can you explain to the audience what a Q teacher is? Oh, it just means somebody who uh, teaches what Q is about. Right. So, so there's like a almost like a priesthood of interpreters that have written books or have podcasts
1: yeah, there's that. no there's no clergy. There's no clergy or ordained leadership. What what happens is the the ones that are most successful on media become the major QAnon teachers. So I have in mind like Joe M, Liz Kroken, or Kroken, um They they've been mer- main players. Jordan. Justin. Singer. Yeah,
0: Justin Nemo. So I've seen him around.
1: Yeah. Uh, yep. So Justin um, Nemo. Sorry. Yeah, so they're not um they're not official. It's not like Q is the pope and these are his archbishops or cardinals, but that's the kind of idea. Q is the main person, we don't know who he is. Most scholars who study Q think uh think that Q is probably either Jim or Ron Watkins. They're the father son team that hosts the platform that Q posts on. And uh, if people want to tour into racism, hardcore porn, uh, anti-Semitism, outright bigotry, just go to the 8Q, uh, that's the number 8, and then KUN channel. It's, uh, it's an astounding, nasty site.
0: Yeah, 4 chans pretty bad too, but it's dominated by this QAnon thing. So it's clear that that's a central component of that message board of these other threads involving Q. Millions of mail, 12 million. I just checked this morning. There were ten million, twelve million 12 million posts. But uh, Watkins and his son, they've been kind of around for a little bit, right? I mean, I think that his son oh, goes actually, by CodeMonkey.
1: Yeah, uh, Ron was there virtually from the very start. You can see his posts on uh, 4chan just after QAnon got going. QAnon is basically a revival of the Pizzagate theory uh, about Hillary Clinton and uh, the uh, child trafficking ring. It's got bigger, more influential. And then QAnon, I call it a cosmic suction pump or a cosmic vacuum cleaner. It keeps bringing up new conspiracy theories and it doesn't matter what is said it's almost there's no limit to what is accepted as part of the QAnon world here's an example recently uh just before just before my book went to press uh i was reading joe m uh, material and he said right out of the blue that uh, joe biden uh, killed his first wife and child, and uh, was hoping that Hunter would die too, but he didn't. You know, the, Joe doesn't give any evidence. As far as I know, no one else has ever said that. Uh, you know, in a, in our world, you're you're allowed to say things, but it, it would help if uh, Joe would say uh, Joe M would have said some evidence. I right. think it's just a typical ludicrous false claim. Now, I should the, say for those listening who, who like QAnon uh, or want to be open to it, QAnon is not totally wrong. You know, it, it's almost impossible to have a theory that's totally wrong. People usually can get the day of the week right or they know it's winter in Canada right now. Uh, so QAnon's not totally wrong. It has some basic Ideas that are important, for example, uh, free speech is under threat. Mainstream media are not uh, always fair to Donald Trump. Surprise. Um, I do say, however, that QAnon, where QAnon has decent points, they're not because of the QAnon world or investigation. They're mainly because of common knowledge that is shared by all people or anybody that can see evidence.
0: Right. But, I mean, I think it, it's definitely focused for Trump support supporters, right? So I think that it's much more oh, yeah. than that. Well, oh, so, yeah.
1: Well, oh, yeah. What I say is you can be um, anti-QAnon and pro-Trump. What you can't be is pro-QAnon and anti-Trump. Right. Uh, the, the two are not identical. Uh, in fact, I I just wrote an opinion piece. I hope to get published uh, sometime in the next few days. I just wrote an opinion piece that argues that <clears throat> I think Trump made a mistake last August and in October when he was asked about QAnon. He said it's about pedophilia or, you know, they're against pedophilia and uh, he likes to be opposed to pedophilia. What he what he should have said is that, but he should have also said, um, I appreciate QAnon supporters, but the basic core theory, theory is false. Now, last August, when he um, was first asked about it publicly at a press conference, maybe he didn't know a lot about it. But what he should have done is got one of his advisors to check into it, And then gone on record saying this conspiracy movement makes me look crazy. And therefore I'm speaking against it. Right. He never
0: never explicitly disavowed it. And you you enter start your book with that discussion he had with Savannah Guthrie October fifteenth, twenty twenty, where he just
1: like, Oh, I hear they really like me and that's it. Yeah. He should have By then, he should have known more and he should have distanced himself. And now it looks like, uh, uh, well, QAnon's here to stay for the near future, especially since, I don't know if you heard this, William, but uh, the Democratic Party just launched a $500,000 campaign to argue that, let me read the words here, The Washington Republicans have made their choice. They chose to cave to the murderous QAnon mob that has taken over their party. Well, it now looks like the media, some media, and the Democratic Party are going to use QAnon to keep bashing Trump and the Republican Party. Uh, I believe this campaign is ludicrous. I I say in an article in this article I just wrote, I say, there are no pro-QAnon people who are members of the Congress. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene has gone against QAnon. And so has the one other congressperson who gets mentioned all the time, time, uh, Lori Mm -hmm. Boebert. Boebert Boebert from
0: Colorado, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, she's distanced herself. Uh, but, you know, it's amazing how people don't want to be accurate and careful. Uh, I counted a 103 articles about Marjorie Green in the New York Times from August 15th to yesterday. Out of the 103 articles, only th- four explicitly say that she's not with QAnon anymore. All the others say that she's a rabid QAnon supporter. Uh not true. Right. right. And I mean QAnon does have like
0: they're supposedly eliciting like information from signals from Trump on certain things he said that verifies the truth. So if he repeated oh. tippy top or the number
1: 17
0: or Q, that's enough verification that the inside information is correct.
1: Yeah. Well I think that they should be more humble about their claims. Some of them are just so uh, fallacious in terms of there's just no clear link between the evidence and their claim. For example, one QAnon person said Trump was at a, a factory and there were 17 washing machines behind him. And, of course, we know that Q is the 17th letter of the alphabet. Really, that's how we're going to figure out truth? You know what I should do now is count the number of squares on your shirt. Right. Oh, look, William, there's seventeen. You must be a QAnon member. Right. So, um. uh, sadly, most of the proofs are really stretching things. Uh, The other thing that needs to be said there is if Trump was teamed up with Q, this supposed military figure, you'd think that Q could give clearer proof than what's offered. For example, how about some emails between Q and Trump? How about some pictures where Q is uh, taken in the Oval Office as in he's there. Here's who he is. Now, of course, we have to keep his identity secret because he's, you know, high up in the U.S. military. You know, uh, here's something important. Even if Q was high up in the U.S. military, and even if he worked for Trump, that wouldn't mean that necessarily his advice is right or his facts are right. For example... Early on in QAnon writing, in the Q post, Robert Mueller wasn't really against Trump. He was teaming up with Trump to fight the deep state. Well, that theory didn't work out very well, did it? Just like the prediction that Republicans were going to win in 2018. Uh, even this last election, the QAnon teachers went wild with their dogmatism that Trump was going to win Joe M said in uh, before the election it's a mathematical certainty that Biden will lose he will never be president now Joe did Joe M did have the honesty to say that if he's wrong he would film his deprogramming live well sadly he didn't keep his promise he went dark um Uh, a few days ago. I I, I just heard he might be back, so that'll be interesting. Now, in the end, uh, as we were talking before our show began, the big thing with QAnon people is sort of like what has has, uh, propelled charismatic Christian prophets lately. Dogmatic belief that Trump will win. Um, And... uh, in both cases, both with both with charismatic Christian prophets and with QAnon teachers, their dogmatism hasn't been successfully married to uh, facts. Now, people right. could say, people could still say, well, Trump did win, and uh, maybe sometime soon it's going to be proven.
0: Right, and they just kind of changed the goalpost. A lot of these Q people recently are talking like, okay, he's not gonna, he's definitely going to be in office January 20th. And now it's like, just give it a few more months. So yeah. you kind March, of
1: see that. Yeah. March 4th is now the new date. Oh,
0: is that it? Okay, so you've got a new date. Like, How long can these people be strung along on this Q stuff without really that much evidence? And they can be strung along a long way, I mean, yeah. in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Now, what's going on there is once you have a philosophy or religion or ideology that you strongly believe in, it's not easy to abandon it. But sometimes, well, we all should be open to evidence. It reminds me of the book that argued that uh, 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 there's this book that, that had a title something like 88 Reasons Why Jesus Will Return in 1988. Well, it didn't happen, did it? So, what did the person do? They wrote another book saying they got the year wrong, and it was going to be in 1989. That was wrong as well. Uh, but you know, the, those two books sold unbelievable amount of wow. copies.
0: Yeah, believe it. Yeah, um, I mean, but I mean, you wrote in your book that Q has become like this catch-all for all these crazy ideas that are not verified, adrenochrome, JFK Jr.'s alive. Right. right. I mean, if you really but but Trump is a time traveler, and that seems to actually, at least in some of that community, seems to, those ideas have traction.
1: Yep. Uh, the time traveler isn't as uh, popular as, say, the JFK Jr. theory. I was just on a, a Facebook dialogue uh, with uh, the... Most famous person who pushes the JFK Jr. is alive theory, a woman called Kellyanne Boatwright. She has something like sixty videos arguing that JFK is still alive. Well, it doesn't look like it does it. Um, hmm. he's living as
0: Fusca. He's got some changed name. Yeah, that's right. Say, uh, I mean, it's it's just incredible how much traction QAnon has, and and I think that a lot of people have become Q interpreters because of its ability to garner an audience. So it's almost like a self-sustaining thing where these guys are moving towards Q because they know people are curious about it. Would you agree with that or have you seen that phenomenon?
1: Well, I think what happens is there might be all sorts of reasons why people are attracted to QAnon. But if you're attracted and you then realize there's an audience here, I mean – I would I would love some economists to figure out how much money was spent on Q merchandise. Right. Uh, you know, coffee mugs, flags, shirts, etc. Uh, so there's been an enormous industry. In fact, the early Q teachers had a big fight over the commercialization of QAnon. Uh, in early... In early 2018, there was a fracturing over whether or not we're going to use QAnon to make money. While the the most famous teachers, most of them went on to be very successful uh, commercial enterprises. Now, I don't think they're in it just for the money, but I'm sure that helps. It's sort of like people who say, you know, I'm in it because I want to get rich off my book. Well, I do want my book to sell well, but I'm not in it just for the money. I believe every word I wrote
0: in the book. Right. So they monetize it. But, I mean, even in this most recent thing that happened at the Capitol, July, January 6th, I could have swore in those crowds. There was Q people, people with oh. Q regalia shirts, et cetera. Right. They, they were de- they
1: were definitely there. You know, I think, well, the I just saw either in the New York Times or the Washington Post, they're starting to release reports on who's being charged for what. And you can see that the majority of the most ruthless uh, fighters to get into the Capitol were members of militia groups uh, and there were also some QAnon members. Uh, you know, at one level, if they're going to impeach Trump over January 6th, I, I think it would be better to say he should be impeached for stupidity. Here's why. Let's say he wanted to storm the Capitol, break through the Capitol buildings, etc. Well, here's a man who's the head Of the military. Why on earth if he wanted to. uh, Take over. The government. Would he send a bunch of losers in from the militia. Or from QAnon. Why not just. Call in the military. Uh, See I think when he. Talked to the crowd. I don't think he had any idea. That within a few hours. They would be storming through the Capitol buildings. And. Doing the havoc they did with the resultant deaths.
0: Yeah, it, I would agree with
1: that. It, uh, I think the QAnon people, I think they got caught up in the frenzy and they just allowed their radical beliefs to lead them to incredible stupidity. Think of that woman who died, uh, who got shot. Well, she's so far into her theory that she doesn't realize you probably shouldn't try to get through a window or a door when there is a man on the other side with a gun pointed at you. Right. But she kept climbing and got shot. Although in some QAnon circles, that's already labeled a false flag. Wow. Uh, She didn't really die or it wasn't really her, etc.
0: That's amazing, and then I think a significant part of your book is showing that what QAnon is leading some of these people to do. You have a very long list of individuals, starting from Edgar Welch at Common Pizza, on all the way to people I wasn't even aware about, but people based upon this I, this unprovable set of missives sent by QAnon are make taking radical action.
1: Yes, uh, although my book also states that the violence has been overstated. There's only, uh, in my book, there's only 14 examples of QAnon violence. I think there might be a couple of more uh, since my book was done. And then then there's the Capitol raid on the 6th. But overall, given the hundreds of thousands of people who are likely pro-QAnon in one form or another. The fact there's only been 14 crimes up until December, uh, is, is is proof that maybe the FBI was, um, overstating it when they called it a domestic terrorism group. You know, that, that view from the FBI that, that came out, I, I think in 2019, but whenever, uh, if I had a dollar for every news report that says, and the FBI says it's a domestic terrorist movement, I would be uh, able to buy you a decent supper and a good <laughs> bottle of wine.
0: Good. But, I mean, some of those, like, those people were true believers. Caesar Sayoc. Uh, right. Jessica Yeah. Like, you can see y- yep. they have that cult kind of glaze over their sensibilities.
1: Yep. Yeah. And here's what's interesting. <clears throat> if you believe that Hillary Clinton and Barack and the Democrats are basically a child trafficking ring, then it makes sense to try to fight them. One thing I point out in my book, though, is that about 100 different child protection agencies went public last fall and said, QAnon's actually hurting the real rescue of children. Because it's putting all the attention on Tom Hanks as a pedophile or uh, so-and-so in Hollywood as a pedophile and they're all kidnapping the kids out there in Hollywood and around the world. Well, the actual work of rescuing children has been hurt by the bizarre side of uh, QAnon speculations.
0: And it should. Sure- the kind of potency of ideas where somebody can just come up with this statement and then somebody else believes that's true. And I actually saw right. a really interesting documentary on Vice. And they're quizzing a guy involved in Q with an Italian last name. He said, I want to believe it's true. So he promoted these things about Hillary Clinton being a witch or whatever because he really didn't like them. So how one person takes those ideas and how another person interprets that. Right. Also, yeah. been,
1: the other thing, the QAnon teachers, by and large, the famous ones, they're really good at social media. Uh, like Joe M's, the main one behind the most famous uh, pro QAnon documentary called "The Plan to Save the World." It is really well done. It it makes you want to believe the theory and and argue that it's uh, very convincing. Now, it in the end, it's not convincing. But it's very well done in terms of appeal, emotion, um, and enough claims uh, to make it look credible. So uh, it's no wonder that people get seduced at a certain level. Because these the Q teachers are very savvy on... Well, they used to be on Facebook and Twitter, etc. They've had to migrate to gab uh, and they can't be on parlor anymore since that got right. wiped out
0: bitchute you know there's still there's a lot of them on bitchute there's actually I don't want to name their names but I've been kind of keeping an eye on them but they're definitely still out there with a sizable audience is still listening and uh oh a- yeah.
1: absolutely uh you know youtube started to censor uh, qAnon um you know if uh It it just disgusts me now, William, that in mainstream media and among many academics, there's not outrageous alarm over the censorship that's going on. Like that Twitter and Facebook and Google can control the whole world is is astounding to me. Uh, Like, here's something that just blew my mind. When Rudy Giuliani had a hearing in Pennsylvania about the election issue i i bothered to watch the whole presentation and then afterwards i i said i should see what the new york times says about this and uh, to my astonishment the new york times did not send a reporter to the hearing and they had no report on it I mean, it just sort of boggled my mind that I'm sitting here in Canada and I know more about a major hearing involving the President of the United States and election fraud than the New York Times.
0: It's amazing. I mean, they censored his speeches too. I mean, what, uh, yeah. why do you think that this passivity is there among the intelligentsia? Because to me it's astonishing oh. as well.
1: Yeah, I think it's there because uh, uh, their side has won in terms of Biden getting into the White House. Most academics are left-leaning in North America, and the media is left-leaning. So they don't really worry enough about the censorship, because it's the censorship of Trump, the Republicans, and anybody who dares... To raise a question about election fraud. Um, none of this is to say who's right or wrong. It just is to say we should be able to read on our own. I got so tired of anytime you read a post on Facebook about the election, if it raised any questions, there'd be a little note saying, uh, the This is disputed. Right. Like we're being treated like we're little children as if anybody on the planet didn't know that the election in the United States was disputed. Right. I do think that
0: they're also kind of accl- acclimating people to be self-centered as well. So that whole purpose is like, I'm not going to post this if they're going to shut my system down or kick de-platform me or something like that. So oh, I think and- that they're they're definitely uh, training the population or the people in those tech environments to self-censor which is much more powerful
1: Oh, you know uh, there's a quote in my book I don't remember who said it but it was just a great quote talking about (laughs) people who make fun of QAnon need to realize that blindness about media censorship is far more important to our day uh, than the QAnon theories uh, so uh, no I think both are true I think QAnon's deceptions need to be noted and refuted etc but likewise at the same time there should be a massive uprising in the academic world in media uh, against the censorship I agree
0: totally agree. And I mean, I think you wrote, you had a whole chapter on the intellectual, social, and moral failures of QAnon. Like, they, there's all kinds of things that people who've analyzed it said just, this should dis, disprove its legitimacy. Or discount it.
1: Yeah, I think in my conclusion, I have 15 statements uh, against QAnon, f- starting with the fact that I don't think Q is a person high in the military working with Trump. Uh, But also QAnon is a pathetic methodology for getting at truth. Uh, The Q teachers aren't very good at scholarship. Um, the, The QAnon world is not a world full of rationality and careful thinking. They... They have blunders in logic all the time. There's an abundance of failure to prove things. Things are said without offering evidence. There's no attention to counterclaims. Um, when I look through I think I look through about thirty Q QAnon books, there wasn't any there wasn't a single one of them that had any sign of clear scholarship you know uh, I've studied for over 40 years religions and philosophies Um, Gordon Melton the guy that I work with at the institute in Texas he and I uh, did this volume you mentioned on the Encyclopedia of American Religions well we cover 2200 religious groups and then in my own study in philosophy you know I've been quite broadly trained I've I only know one ideology that just at first thinking, I would say, has uh, as bad a track record of thinking and scholarship. Like virtually every religion or philosophy, you have people with PhDs who follow it. You have academics writing books in support of it, not with QAnon. It's a world uh, bereft of the standards of scholarship. And by scholarship, William, I don't mean, oh, he knows 40 languages and he reads uh, 30 books a day. No, no, I'm I'm not meaning that. I'm meaning just careful research and thinking.
0: Right. Go ahead. You start your book out with a lot of those statements. You know, you offer 15 things if people – Used your advice in anal- analyzing Q and on, I think they'd come to a much different conclusion.
1: Yeah. One haven't. thing I've learned, well, you know it as well. Anybody who gets out at all knows it. Once you're, once you talk about a controversial topic, reason and truth and scholarship and care is out the window. I was on a radio show, uh, just after Christmas, uh, with a friend, Michael Brown. And, uh, a lot of QAnon people joined in the show and on the Facebook feed I got trashed so bad now not in terms of careful critique it was all nasty name calling Uh, in fact there wasn't a single thing said that made me think I might be wrong it was all just you're crazy you don't know anything you know I don't know anything I just wrote a 216 page book with Almost 400 footnotes in it. I mean, I must know something, but it, somebody sent
0: just, me that. Yeah, somebody sent me that interview. That's how you this book came to my attention. Is somebody? Sent oh, me that yeah, language. I
1: forgot that. Um, well, sadly, QAnon is not a credible uh, worldview. It's not a credible ideology. It's a dangerous ideology. Uh, but I think thanks. that's what.
0: Yeah, that one of the things you said earlier is that it takes away from actually getting a good understanding of really what's happening by looking into this unprovable, you know, kind of group. And that was interesting because when I even before I I had you on to talk with you about this, I was on Gab asking people in QAnon, can anybody come forward and defend this or prove to me that this is correct? And all these hundred thousands of people are in these groups. I didn't get one person to, to pick that up, but somebody said, just do your own study and it'll come to you. You know, the truth will come well, to you. And I,
1: that, you know. Now, it, it is nice that they say, do your, do your own study. I mean, that's a decent thing. It, they say, you know, research. Sadly, the QAnon world doesn't live up to the standards uh, of doing research. Uh, I think these are people who are lost in their framework and they just don't know how to uh, clearly, process things. Uh, the, the wildest accusations are made without even without even uh, worrying about evidence. Or, when they do mention evidence, it's often it's often a huge misunderstanding or a misinterpretation. Uh, for example, the Dalai Lama is accused of running an international child trafficking ring right. well if that was true the Chinese government would have got on to that years and years ago
0: yeah it's pretty remarkable that this this whole thing has that much traffic and that much influence I mean what did, I think you wrote like what, a significant number of Trump believers believe in QAnon as
1: well yeah although what, one thing that's not clear is uh, <clears throat> you you got to distinguish between uh Trump uh fans who who appreciate QAnon cuz it's pro Trump versus people who accept all the core theories connected to it uh now i think there's quite a few who accept the basic core theory but you know i've never met anyone yet and i've talked to lots of people i've never yet anybody met anybody who, when you go down the list of QAnon theories, they say, oh, yes, I believe that, 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 that. Sooner or later, people say, no, I'm out of here. That's just too much. Like a lot of people that I've talked to, are, uh, they're, they don't, they're not really fans of Hillary Clinton, but uh, when I tell them the theory is that Hillary eats... Uh, the adrenochrome harvest from, harvested from from dead babies. I, I think, thankfully, most people say, no, I'm out of here. Right.
0: Yeah, Frazzle drip, all that stuff.
1: Um, yeah, we are after- I, w- I, wish, I wish the president would finally go public and say what he says. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier or not, but I wrote Jenna Ellis, his former lawyer, and sent her a memo that I wrote for the president where I ask him to uh, go public with his views about the core beliefs of QAnon. Did you work with a Q figure high up in the military? Do you think Hillary Clinton runs a sex, child sex trafficking ring? Do you think? And then there's other ones like, um, uh, uh Barack's part of the child trafficking circle. And uh he, here's here's one that just came up uh l- late last year. Um Michelle and Barak uh aren't really married. That's a fake marriage. Um Barack's a transvestite and Michelle's a man. And their kids are well, fake
0: from some other couple, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's right. Now that's not in the Q teachings. So, you got to distinguish between Q and his fi- almost 5,000 posts versus what's said in the larger QAnon world.
0: Right. I got a question for you, Jim. Uh, has there been any examination of what kind of people are likeliest to fall for Q? My impression is that it's mostly internet unsavvy older folks.
1: Right off the top of my head, I'd say. All kinds of people fall for it. Although I t- would tend to say I, I don't know that many people who are well-educated in, in academic disciplines who've fallen for it. Uh, like I said earlier, I, I can't think of any professors who've gone for it. The, the, the most famous Q teachers are sophisticated but not at the level of rigorous uh, uh, analysis. Um, I, I don't think it's just older folks. I think there's a lot of uh, younger people into it. Uh, and, and um, you know, you can be Internet savvy and still get fooled. Uh, I, I think people should realize something's wrong right away, But but, you know, the... The propaganda manipulation by QAnon teachers is really quite well done. I, I, I think people get seduced by just being, by somebody just being absolutely certain.
0: Certainty, right, um, Jim? We are now at forty-five minutes. Is there anything you'd like to add, or anything uh, future projects, or where people can buy the book? I know your website is James Beverly ycom com. Um, yeah. Is there anything people,
1: else you like them? Yeah, mainly people can get the book on any of the Amazon sites, whether Amazon.com or Amazon Canada or Amazon UK. It's selling in Australia. Um, in terms of future projects, uh, I'm actually compiling a compiling a resource guide on QAnon, and it's a listing. Uh, of all the articles and opinion pieces I've collected so far with the help of Annette Johnson, one of my research assistants. So we're up to 2,200 articles now, all arranged chronologically with titles of the article and then uh, who wrote it and with links as well. So that'll be – I mean, that's not going to be a bestseller, but it should sell for – to scholars or libraries. And I mainly did it oh, as just a side project while I wrote my book. No,
0: it's good because the people will have that reference, accessible reference, important. Um, so uh, anything else you'd like to add, please?
1: Um, well, I'll tell one project I've thought of doing. Uh, I, I mentioned to one of my friends, I'd like to do a project called the Trump Scorecard. And what it takes is, say, 30 categories about Trump And then figure out who's telling the truth. Now That would be interesting. Since the book, I would predict based on my own study, I think sometimes we'd find out that Trump is not wrong on this or that. Other times you'll find out he's desperately wrong. But I would just, part of me would love to do that, although it might be good that my wife isn't listening to this now because she is tired of hearing about Trump because I've spent basically four to five years uh, looking at him and uh, she uh, my son is interested in this topic of Trump my daughter isn't my wife isn't so uh, I have to be careful at family functions let me think of anything else Uh, I would encourage any listener who's attracted to QAnon to get my book. But also, if there's people who are really strong believers in it, I in, I give my uh, Gmail address in my book. I, I urge people to write me and tell me where they disagree, and I don't find it that hard to admit I'm wrong. What's your Gmail address? What's your Gmail email address it's for a, people who per, are listening? Per, yeah, Professor Jim Beverly, L-E-Y on the end of Beverly, at gmail.com, Professor Jim Beverly at gmail.com. Awesome. And again,
0: the title of the book is The QAnon Deception Everything You Need to Know About the World's Most Dangerous Conspiracy Theory, published December 23rd, 2020. And again, it's James A. Beverly. Thanks so much, Jim. Hey, great to talk to you, William. Right, take care. All right. Bye-bye. bye bye